Hi, and welcome to this latest edition of Big Zoe and El Cabra Sports Talk. It is Thursday, February the 16th, 2023. I am your host, the Big Zoe. He is your other host, El Cabra. Cabra, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I find that funny because you have Nacho Libre behind you. And I don't know why a goat with Nacho Libre just sounds funny to me. <laughs> that that, that would have been that would have been hilarious having a goat scene in Nacho Libre and it's like oh we get the goat and you know that that would have been funny that would have been funny so well we're joined also today Cabra Cabra today we have Psy guy and Caleb the Mac what's up Psy yeah I'm back guys missed you guys last week so but I'm back super excited all right Caleb how you doing bro the Mac what's going on Mac we are chilling like a villain is Nana watching today. Nana will be watching today. I did not. I did not send her the um, the Stokesy versus Nikki Cage uh, episode. I think she would have been a little uh, little confused. She'd have been like, "What the hell are they doing?" Yeah, that that was it. Was pretty funny. I watched them. It was pretty funny. But I think it people were probably like, "What?" And I was Nana like, would have been lost. <laughs> enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Yeah, I didn't realize how how hilarious it was till I watched it. And then so I, I I think Stokesy and Cabra were just. Oh man, I was just laughing. I was laughing. And when you give Stokes an idea, he's gonna take it and just expand it to the maximum. And yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that 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 was to eleven right there. So, so yeah, yeah. So as always, before we get started, I'm gonna go around real quick, find out what we're drinking. I am having water. My I I am hurting today. Um, so I don't think alcohol would have settled well with me today. I, I wanted to drink. More of the American Guinness, as well as um, as well as uh, some soul chilada. But Pat, what the hell? I think are you doing I think Cabra is uh, playing mime tricks with us. I'm listening to you. I'm trying. Okay, okay. My dog Lulu is. I, I I I see her paw on your arm, but it looks like you're just kind of like jerking off the sky. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's Sorry. your dog. And that's a W. <laughs> yeah she's like asking for attention so that's funny that's everyone's funny. gone right now so yeah Cabra, what are you drinking bro anything well um i'm actually yeah sounds smells like lulu i'm gonna drink my uh chill pill yes. like always i'm gonna put in my nice little yeti look and at you i put the sticker sideways actually mocha did keeps it cold and you know, in all reality I drink it too fast, anyways. It stays cold, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My weekly chills go. Yeah, if if you're drinking correctly, your beer will never get warm. So, and it's a great, it's a great uh, birthday gift slash Valentine slash whatever. Birthday, huh? Your birthday's in June, bro. I know. I'm just saying, whoever's watching, somebody's birthday is coming. They're up, thinking though. about. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah, my husband. These Yetis go for about twenty bucks. There's there's two of ours birthday coming. Mine's March third, and then the Max is coming up on March sixth. You, yep, yep, that'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Siler, Sci Guy, drinking. What are you drinking? Anything? Waters as well. Water. That's right. Long day. Long day. Water. That's right. And Mac, what are you? What are you chugging on today? We're uh, tag teaming between uh, Gatorade and Nana's favorite. There you go, Nana. He's chugging on some Red Bull. There you she go. hates it. She absolutely hates it. <laughs> I'm going to pull a, a Cristiano Ronaldo. Have a Coke here. Put it to the side. Bring the water. Agua. And Coke made a lot of money when he did that anyways. So it didn't matter. So, 
Well, today we have a, a really good show ahead of us here. We're going to go over football, both types of football. And then we're going to talk about replay a little bit down the line. So that'll, that'll be fun. And then a footballer who may end up coming to the States. That's going to be a good time. We're going to, we're going to get to that one, but let's go ahead and start off with our first segment. We're going to go talk about the big game that happened this past weekend. The biggest uh, American sport, I guess, you know, I, what I, the hell was that? <laughs> what? what? I just heard. Uh, I just, that wasn't you. No. What what happened? What did you I heard hear? a huge like when you said we're gonna talk about the gig big game that happened in my ears, this huge like crowd noise just came through my AirPods. I'm like Wow. Wow. Dude, did you I wish this that, morning? Because if you haven't, you need to start. Where'd that come from? <laughs> I have no This happened again. Where where is this coming from? I Tyler, I don't, I don't did you know. Take over his computer using TikTok? No? Whoa. All right. <laughs> is, is gonna, it still we're going to close out the ESPN articles. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's exactly what but it like, is. But it would happen every like two seconds. There was no commentary. It just sounded like this random sound effect that you put in to like make, you know, talking about the big game sound I, important. Not, but apparently, I'm not, that, I'm not that cool, Mac. I'm not that cool. When, apparently, when somebody spiked my Red effects. Bull. Yeah. Well, when I figure out how to do sound effects, I'll, I'll do them. So I, got, I bought this thing. It's a live sound card. Oh, you so, mother. So I got to figure out, I got to figure out how to, it's a sound card. Oh. So I got to figure out how to use this so that Is I can't put, piece? so I can't put sound effects uh, on our show. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Or like. Get a, whatever one get of a couple of uh, Pat George Lopez impressions in there. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. That, yes. Yes. Oh, dude. That, dude, that was so funny. It was just ridiculously funny so yeah 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 i think i think your your years and your casting was the best stokes's cage was awesome and boy did my did my seth rogan leave a lot to be desired <laughs> Christ. yeah that was that was pathetically bad back to where we're going so hopefully you hopefully y'all out there aren't hearing like voices in your head or crowds cheering but we yeah, are going to talk about the big game, Super Bowl. It was a close game, two evenly matched teams. Um, spoiler alert, if you if you don't know who won, I'm going to say it. So cover your ears. But the Chiefs won 38-35. Um, a field goal with uh, eight seconds left in the game. Um, so sucks to be you, Sai Guy. What's that? I said sucks to be you, Sai Guy. No, I pay the Chiefs to win. Yeah, we all we all, we all, pay. We all pay the Chiefs to win. That's just a prediction. Yeah. I was worried about that. I didn't know if I had picked the Chiefs or not. Yeah, we all remember. You did. You did. I, I but you were the guy wearing the Eagles jersey, so I had to give you well, shit. No, I know. I know. I'm surprised Sai Guy picked them because I thought Sai Guy was – he was all hardcore Eagles and, oh, Eagles, Eagles. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. And no, he – all of us. And it was, it was 38-35, so the closest score was Caleb, 37-34. Close. Oh. Close. The 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 worst score was me thirty seven twenty four. So did I get? you expected a blowout. Yep, I, I expected the Chiefs to to once once they started rolling to go, and it almost it felt that they was going to go that way um, in the second half when they scored. Well, it did kind of happen that way. They just ended up being down by ten before. Yeah, it could really yeah. take off. Yeah, and when they took off, it was ugly though at that point. So what can you repeat what I what I, what I predicted? You predicted 
3528, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, you had a 3528, Siler 3128, Caleb 3734, and me 3724. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm in my zone when we're talking about that. Yeah, well, that, that's that's yours and and Psy Guy's thing. So with that being said, we're gonna start with Psy Guy. Psy Guy, key takeaways from from the game. What what did you see in the game? What did you like? What did you not like? Whatever. What what do you what do you want to talk about the game? Go ahead. Well, the first thing I want to say is uh, um, this is a good game. I think it's a just it just uh, sounds like a movie script. You, you guys believe or not, it's like having everything so come with the movie. It's like you know, Patrick Mahomes hurt his ankle in the uh, wild card uh, in the uh, divisional, and then come back beat the um, beat the Bengals revenge on the Bengals. And then now in the Super Bowl, first half, you know, you feel like you watch the first half, you feel like the Chiefs definitely lose the game. Now, this is definitely for sure a thing because I feel like the, the time possession-wise, like the Eagles dominated the entire first half. If it's not that like a fumble, like a touchdown by Jalen Hurts, and then the game is over. But the thing is like, you know, uh, the second half, the Chiefs figure out what what's happening. And I'll the, I forgot to mention Patrick Mahomes hurt and then towards the second quarter, and then he just limping. And then you got everything. This is a uh, this is a game. It's just like America love this kind of a game because never gives up. The country needs this thing, and uh, um, just never give up. That's is all about. So I think this game is a definitely Hollywood, Hollywood. The entire Chiefs in the playoffs is definitely Hollywood's movie for sure, though. Right, you, you wanted to talk about a play at the end of the game, Sai Guy. Yes, yes. I was uh I was about that time. I was a little bit mad about that call because you know I know like in the uh, I think it's uh uh Eagles like you know cornerback later just admitted he grabbed like a Juju Smith Schuster. But I feel like if I'm the ref, I just let them play, let it slide, and then just let them play because that was not a good. I mean, I mean, honestly, is it hold? Yes, it's a hold, but it's not that clear. Is it you? Are, you're in the biggest stage, and you're that competitive, and it was both team. I think the audience deserved more. You were like, you know, you let the game play, and then give like you know Eagles one more chance. Just like last year, I think last year when um she two years ago or last year, I think it's last year. Well, remember when like Chiefs play Bills. And they changed the entire like playoffs, like you know the overtime rule. Like both teams have a possession to finish the game, and then um, not just like a sudden death. Like if you get a touchdown, that's it, that's the entire thing. So I feel like just like ego play, maybe we got an overtime, maybe we go more, and we want to see more. That's actually a great game, but I want to see more. I I don't want the game ending like a just a winning field goal. I mean, good for Chiefs, but for me, it's like you gotta let them keep playing. That's just exactly the moment I was thinking. But after that, you know, after watching the replay, yes, he's whole and everything. But I think that flag it should never throw. That's a good valid point on that. Um, it is it is a hard flag to throw. Uh, when we were watching it, uh, my first impression of that play just generally was they should have ran the ball because they needed they needed the freaking Eagles to call their last time out. Throwing the ball incomplete, stop the clock, and I was like, they just screwed themselves. They screwed themselves. And then all of a sudden you hear, well, there's a flag on the play. 
I looked at my wife and my son. And I was like, that's going to be holding on the Eagles. And they're like, how do you figure? I'm like, the flag was thrown so late. I said, and that ball was overthrown. So, so because the ball was overthrown, there's not going to be pass interference. It was not catchable. It's got to be a hold. And little the refs get together, bro, and they call holding. And my son looks at me and goes, how'd you know? And I'm like, I just know this stuff. This you is know? Alonso. He, he, Alonso yeah. would be doing this before we were teenagers. Now Alonso is explaining it, but before we were like, wow, he's magical. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a method to my madness. There's a method to my madness. <laughs> Mac, what, 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 what takeaways do you have? Anything you want to say about Psy guys? And, and what are your takeaways? Yeah, no. Um, the game was any, any everything you could have wanted. Uh, the neither of the defenses really got pushed over. The offenses had to work for every score, and they scored. And um, there's not a whole lot that you could really complain about as far as the game quality goes. It's just a really crappy way to end it off of a off of a penalty like that. Like it's a penalty. It's clear. Uh, you can't talk about how the refs don't call things, and then when they call things, you get mad. Yeah, but. I think we can all agree that that penalty is like giving a guy a speeding ticket for going 27 into 25. Um, but no, it, it's a it's just a crappy way to end the game, I think. Nobody wanted to see that. But the Eagles, if they really wanted to win, they shouldn't be relying on penalties. They shouldn't be really they shouldn't be relying on uh, calls not getting called and, you know, desperation moves. Like the Eagles had every chance to win that game. And they just didn't. The Mahomes wanted it more in that second half. Like if you, if the Eagles were really gonna win that game, they wouldn't have let Patrick Mahomes rush for twenty yards on one ankle in the fourth yeah. quarter. <laughs> yeah, that was something. It was freaking waddling, bro. I mean, after that, Terry Bradshaw told Andy Reid to waddle over here. I'm like, you should have told that to Mahomes. He was, you know, he, I, I saw a meme like he looked like a little kid who just stole something from Kmart. You know what I mean? And then the the turf in Arizona was awful, by the way. Yeah, uh, everybody was slipping that, yeah. that punt return that Kadarius Tony took inside the five. Um, everybody just kind of fell at once. Um, I don't know. It, it's a new, it's a new turf, uh, slash grass. Uh, Arizona is usually natural grass. Um, but I don't know. It was just really slick and messy. And that obviously wasn't great for the game either. They spent $800,000 on that turf. Yep. Yeah, I believe it. You know, um, I would like to add, um, I was, I'm sorry for interrupting, I was watching Rex with my wife, and they were talking about the pitch, the grass, uh, episode three or four, I don't think you've yeah, been, you've been watching yeah, it, yeah. and the turf, the grass, the pitch was falling apart, and the suggestion to them was to drown the grass in order for the roots and everything to bind, and and so when you when I was watching the game, I noticed the grass popping up, and I remember also... Um, I think the NCAA, who was it? TCU versus, correct me if I'm, guys, you guys remember the men's football, college football? They played a game there, and they, they were also complaining about the pitch, the grass. In Arizona? It was in Arizona. Oh, Michigan. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. TCU played Michigan. They were also complaining about the grass, about the field just being very slippery. Um I just think maybe I don't know what's going on. These guys get they know what they're doing, but for whatever reason, it just wasn't ready. I mean, they yeah, they've they been having that ready for two years too. And yeah. that's that's the yeah. scary thing about it. But um everything football related, that game went about as good as you could have hoped for. But I think it's just the sour taste in everybody's mouth that it ended on a holding call that was a little ticky tack, the right call, but um I mean, either way, I'm happy that I got my pick right, and I don't have to deal with Eagles fans celebrating. 
Um, but congrats to Casey. Pat Mahomes earned it. He broke the he broke the curse of the uh, MVPs not winning a Super Bowl. He finally got it. First time since Kurt Warner in '99. It's Kurt Warner. Yep. Oh, you you forgot to mention that the coin flip like curse too. Remember that past the eighth team who's in the like a Super Bowl when the coin like a coin toss and then lose the Super Bowl. This is really? the first time in in nine years they they the the one win that the coin toss win the game though. So huh. they did it. They they broke that curse too. So, so uh, it's going to be interesting the next uh, couple of months in this offseason, just how wild we let this uh, Patrick Mahomes all-time conversation kind of go. I I have a take on that, but, you know, that that that's for another day. We so. can save that for a Caleb and Zoe discussion. Yes, we can. <laughs> we can. Cabra, takeaways, Super Bowl. Two things. Um, um, the first one. And I remember I was, uh, I, I'm joking that I texted Alonso Zoe before the today that Siler and I were doing, we were literally doing research <laughs> to be better prepared for today. And we all have our notes and stuff like that. But the first thing I have, I have him in small sticky notes to keep him short. Jalen Hurts had a great game. Um, I'm an Auburn, I live in Auburn. I'm an Auburn fan. Um, Jalen Hurts was our nemesis for years before he switched to Oklahoma. Uh, 304 passing yards. 27 for 38, and he had 70 rushing yards. This guy had a massive game. So, I mean, he's going to be – I mean, it's easy to say he's going to be back. How many times have we heard – have we said, oh, so-and-so is going to be back in the Super Bowl, and they never go back? Ask Dan Marino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm hoping he does because, I mean, he's an, he's an eagle now. I don't care. He, whatever. He was, he was in Alabama, at Alabama. He had a great game. It's exciting to watch young quarterbacks. Like, and Mahomes is still young. How old is he? Like, 20s? 27. My God, the guy, he's already won two Super Bowls, man. That's amazing. Jalen two Hurts Super Bowls and two MVPs. Yeah, it's amazing. So, he had a great game. The second thing I want to bring up is Jerry. Hang on. Let me see if I get the right name. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Jet McKinnon. Yep. So, I'm watching the game, and and I'm at a friend's house. We're having drinks, and, and I'm not going to lie. I'm watching the game, drinking, talking, watching the game. And I'm and my wife, other friends, and she's not a big football fan because it's, you know, I understand the game. I'm not criticizing it, but it is very a slow game. It is a high scoring game, but is it it is a slow game. It's stop, start, stop, start, commercial, timeout. My wife just doesn't Super Bowl fine. especially long. It's yeah. that's fine. That's fine. I get it. I'm not, and this is not a, a critique. It is what it is. Okay. I think I jokingly texted my brothers and said between four between the start of the Super Bowl and 15 minutes. There was what was that? So eight point three seconds of actual playtime. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and it, I literally had a stopwatch. And it, it, okay, I'm 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 digressing. Let me go back. So um, I can't I keep. Jarek McKinnon. I'm watching the game, and he gets a hand. He's, it's like two minutes left in the game. He gets the ball. His hand off. He's running towards the the the, the touchdown. He had a touchdown in sight. He slides. He slides. That's the he right. Doesn't score a touchdown. And even and I was inebriated. I was like, I get it. I get it. I know why. He's killing time. He's killing time. And that's exactly what happened. They just milked, they just literally killing time. And I mean, I think, I think from personal point, I mean, personally, I'm like, we would all what what would all of us give to score a touchdown in a Super Bowl? What would all of us give to hit a home run to score a goal in the World Cup final? 
And this guy was like, I could score a touchdown, but then that would give the Eagles two minutes to go down the field. That's about and, a minute 30. Yeah. 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 So credit to him. He's got the biggest cojones in the world to just slide. He's got a Super Bowl ring, and I don't, but I think that's that says a lot about him. The unselfishness, the team first attitude. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that that was my those are my two points on the Super Bowl. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I mean, yeah. I, I like that second point because when when we're watching, um, and the announcer had just said it. If he if one of them breaks free, they need to slide. They need to know to to, to not score. And it's funny because I had literally said that about ten seconds before they said it. I was telling my, and I'll, I'm I'm going to tell you guys something Andy told me after the game. I'll tell you in a little bit, but. About 10 seconds before they said, I, I, I told my, my wife and, and Andy, I said, the Eagles are going to let him score. He needs to, he needs to not score. I, I just said that. 10 seconds later, it, it, who was it? Was it Greg Olson calling the game? It was one of, one of the yeah, – Greg players. Olson and Kevin Burkhardt, yeah. And I think it was Olson who said, hey, if, if they let him score, he, he needs to take a knee. He needs to take a knee. And Andy's like, he just said that. I'm like, yeah, I, I did. And sure enough, he takes a knee, right? And it's, I mean, that that was the play immediately after the 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 holding call, and um, so the Eagles were like, "Yep, yeah, just go ahead and score. We need a minute and a half to go down the field and score." Yeah, they didn't get the minute and a half. You'd be surprised how many teams just like kind of brain fart on that and they go and score. Like I know the Patriots yeah. lost this game, but Super Bowl Forty Six, the dude fell backwards into the end zone. He was trying to stop his momentum, but he went ass first into the end zone, and Brady still had a minute to go down and score. Yeah, um, obviously we didn't do that. Um, Brady couldn't get out of like the grasp of Jason Pierre-Paul and OC Umanora, but um, no, it's just crazy how many times players will just like you know just go autopilot into the end zone, just like oh I should have done that. Yeah, <laughs> just, no, no, that, can, can absolutely. One more thing? Yeah, before we move on to you, Big Zone. Um, for football fans, people who understand the game, it, it makes sense. It makes football sense right but for neutrals or like what's going on and let's think about it i mean it makes 100 percent sense they won the game if you're neutral and you're just sitting there watching the clock going down they're waiting for a timeout i mean it's it, in a way it was anti in my opinion anti-climatic in a way that's the there biggest no problem with that touchdown. nobody wants to see a game end like that no but i mean unless you're a chiefs fan but football wise it's it's it, i mean it's smart and i get it and i get it but it was very anticlimactic. It was no last second touchdown, no. Yeah, it was in a way anticlimactic if you're neutral. Yeah. yeah. I will, one more thing I don't want to mention about details, though. Like, did you guys know that um, that two touchdown in the second half by Chiefs, uh, Kadera's Tony and also Sky Moore, that two touchdown, you know, like what Andy Reid called that play? No, what did he call that? Because that that play was the reason why 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 the holding call happened at the end. He literally said after the, the after game interview, it's called a hot hot dog play. The hot, hot dog, dog play. Yeah, it's a hot dog. I was laughing, laughing, and especially the first one is like a pitch to the right, and the second one pitch to the left, exactly the same play. I was like, oh my god! After watching that show, I was like, I'm gonna need to get more stuff to eat right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> No, so that that those that that play is the reason why Schuster got got held at the end. Um, he they ran that play, and they had gotten beat on it twice, so they were pretty much saying, "Don't get beat on it a third time." And so he runs, and then when he cut back out, Bradbury had no choice. I mean, he 
you you can hold him or he's going to break free. That's really that those those were the two options. Yeah, I mean, he chose the he chose the holding. Now, if you think about it, yeah, you know, everything's hindsight, right? Hindsight being twenty twenty. If he lets him break free and he scores a touchdown, the Eagles have the ball back with a minute forty left and a timeout. So, I, you know, you kind of like crap. Maybe he should have let him have it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's all second guessing. And I, I mean, really, if you're a if you're a competitor, you really aren't going to let someone score until you absolutely need to, and they needed to on the next first down, and the the Chiefs just stopped it. They were like, no, it's not going to happen. So, um, a couple more quick thoughts. So I missed the entire first half. Um, uh, I really wasn't into football this season. I, I watched one full game this year, and it was the Cowboys and 49ers playoff game. This is the That's only it. game I watched. And Ooh, I watched it's a bad one to watch, though. <laughs> it, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan. I, I, I mean, if I'm going to pick a game, it's going to be a game that I'm a fan of. So I watched it. Cowboys lost, and I, I didn't watch any of the following week's playoff games. Regular season, I watched parts of games on and off. And so this game in particular, um, instead of instead of just watching the whole game, I came to my office and did some work. <laughs> and uh, and it, I, the only reason I went to watch the game is because, hey, my wife made a, a nice spread, and Andy and she were watching it. So I got done my work right before halftime. So I caught the – uh, Devontae Smith uh, missing, well, I guess, catching the ball and then losing the ball and going out of bounds. I caught that, that the end part. So I caught, I guess, maybe it was the last minute, I don't know, of the first half and then the halftime show and then the second half. Um, but to a funny point, after the game, my my son looks at me and he goes, Dad, how did you do that? How to do what? You knew every play that they were going to call. And I'm like, I was just telling you what they needed to call. They just happened to call them. Uh, the second half, I mean, the only one I missed was on the pass to Smith-Schuster. I said they need to run the ball to force the Eagles to call their last time out. And instead they threw it, got the holding call, and I was like, well, glad they didn't listen to me. because Was that, was that third down? That was third down. So, so I'm thinking maybe they figured, oh, hey, we don't want to – because if they, if they you know, stop them on fourth down they call it last time out, they, they're still forced to kick that field goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe they're just like they're conceding that okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna get them to burn this clock, so we're just gonna try to get a touchdown here. That would be my my figuration of it. Yeah, Wait, so. could very well be what it was. So, because I think that was third down. I don't remember, but it was third down. The 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 pass to Schuster was third down. That that was gonna lead them right in the fourth field goal. But my whole thing was if if they if they don't make them burn the clock, if they don't get a first down. It's going to be a timeout called, and then the, and then the, they're going to have to kick a field goal, and, and instead they threw the ball, and it was like crap. They stopped the clock. They just gave an extra timeout and a minute and a half, and then all of a sudden the flag, and I was like, oh. But I, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, my son, I don't think he's ever sat through an entire game of football. Unfortunately, the one he sat the entire game through, I sat through half of. Um, but yeah, he was like, oh, dad, that was really cool. And I'm like, you know, it's because I think I I watch games now in the lens of a coach. So I, I'm thinking to myself, what would I do? And like almost, he said every play. I imagine it was probably 80%. But I was like literally calling, hey, they, they should do this. They should go there. They should do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shit, man, I, I should be Eric Bieniemy. I, I could have ran that offense that day. Who got an interview with the uh, commanders today? Bieniemy did? Yeah, he's going to, I think he's trying to get out of a, uh... 
Andy Reid's wing so he can actually run his own offense and like actually be a viable head coaching candidate. Whoa, that man, that can backfire because if he runs me and Jeremy were talking back work. and forth about it today. Yeah, if if that doesn't work, like if it if he goes around, no high risk. What's up? It's high risk for sure. Yeah, very for high him. risk. Very high risk. He runs. He runs the risk of of uh, his offense failing spectacularly, and then he has nothing. So, so yeah, can't be any worse than Matt Patricia. Jesus Christ, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so the Super Bowl. You know, I mentioned the Devonte Smith. Um, no catch. And that's going to lead us right into our next segment. I want to talk instant replay. Okay. Um, now, instant replay was put in, you know, obviously to eliminate the mistakes. Oh, you know, we need instant replay. But I don't know that it's really, I, I mean, granted, I've seen, I, I've seen obvious calls. Okay. They really missed that one. But on other ones that you're like, mm, you know, I've seen them blow quite a few calls. All right. And, you know, Fans get pissed. Players get pissed. Um, yeah, it just that just is what it is, right? So in the Super Bowl, but it, there were three calls that I, you know, and I sent you guys the link. There was three calls that um, I I thought was make sure the ball was done. I thought was uh, you know the Devontae Smith one for one. I I didn't think that was a catch. I thought that was correctly called. Um, yeah, and you had like you know Greg Olson. Oh well, there's not enough there. Mike and Mike Pereira got it wrong. Thank God. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Every week he seems to get worse. I I like the guy. I've met the That's guy. That's the USFL's head of officiating. Now, you know, well I've met him. He's a really nice guy, but it seems like he just wants to side with the refs so bad instead of sitting there and actually being objective. So if I mean he he wants to side with them so bad. That almost every oh no they got it right oh they got so when he's saying oh no right that's a completed pass you notice it comes loose but he never loses it he lost the freaking it was a replay that showed the ball hit the freaking ground in front of him he lost the ball even at that he's like oh no no but see but losing the ball doesn't mean that you lost possession but when it hits the ground you lost possession so I didn't think that 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 was a bad call now the next two calls. Mm, Okay, so we have Miles Sanders catches a ball out of the backfield, puts his two feet down, turns, and he gets hit, fumbles, Chiefs returning for a touchdown. Replay shows, they're like, oh, well, he didn't make a football move. Okay, that's part of the rule. Yeah, okay. okay. Next one, Dallas Goddard makes a catch on third and 14. Okay. Third and four, he makes his it, – it was a beautiful catch. And in, in, in just in real time, it looked – Hey, it's a catch. I remember watching. I'm like, that's out of a catch. Yes, man, that 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 dude, that dude can ball, right? Replay though, and you see it come loose in his hand a little bit, and then there's only one foot that's on the ground. What does Mike Perez say? Oh well, you know that he had that the the other toe right on the ground. I'm like, no, he didn't. He clearly did. He did not have it. But they gave him the ball, and the Eagles end up with a field goal on that. All right, so. My issue here is this. It's the interpretation of the rule. Okay, Miles Sanders, no catch, because he got it, possessed it, two feet down, didn't make a football move. What football move did Dallas Goddard make? And, and catch the, the, ball. the possession was, was extremely questionable. What football move did he make? Are we saying going out of bounds is a football move? Yeah. Uh, that's what they're saying now, I guess. I mean, hey, he, he got it. He dragged his foot and went out of bounds. I, 
that's not a move. That's not any more of a move than someone putting both feet down. So I'm to me, this is frustrating as all hell. It is frustrating. So I don't think instant replay when it comes to the NFL has really helped out a lot. Um, I'm, I'm going to go to you on this, Caleb, to, to speak on this topic a little bit. What are your thoughts on that? I, I, I mean, I, I think if, if it's a catch, you know it. And if it's not, you know it. It, it. They've just made it more confusing over the years. Thoughts? Yeah, the, I mean, uh, with replay in the recent years, it's kind of become circumcising the mosquito. You're... <laughs> Oh my god! You're kind of you're you're paying way too way too much attention to the most like minuscule details. Some things you just replay is meant for the egregious calls that are clearly wrong. Yeah, and now we're going back and looking at every single little thing. Um, it's just not serving its purpose anymore. No, um, I don't know how you really change that because replay is useful when they use it right. Um, you know. Uh, a uh, call like you know somebody being clearly in bounds or out of bounds or not that's a big that's a big change of the game if somebody toe taps it on the one yard line on fourth and forever and it's a first down but they call it out of bounds if we didn't have replay oh well the Saints got screwed oh well yeah um but no I'm as far as replay goes uh with me I do enjoy that that's feature but we just got to regulate it somehow i mean we some calls have to be just you know expedited reviews i think we need more of those where they go back look at it for two seconds okay we're good move on um i know we're not talking about uh replay penalties or anything like that um but uh bell bill belichick had a great idea when it comes to uh how teams should be able to use replay you make everything reviewable including penalties you know, out of bounds, ball placement, but everything kind of counts towards your your challenges. You get two of them, um, and you could just call those whatever. It's kind of like the NBA in a way. I would support something like that, but yeah, no, the the use of replay is definitely it's it. Like I said, it's becoming circumcising mosquito. You're 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 paying way too much to something so little, and yeah, it's just kind of being abused. Yeah, and to to go to that point, paying so much to something so little. Again, Mike Pereira's whole thing was, you know, it, it, it looked to me like maybe his toe was still on the ground. So that's a good catch. I'm like, maybe his toe was on the ground? Come on, bro. It, it, I mean, we, we are really, really being nitpicky here. And the ball came loose. Dallas Goddard did not make the catch. The ball did not come loose. Miles Sanders caught it two feet down and did turn, did not make a football move. But if you're going to say tapping a toe and running and 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 essentially falling out of bounds, because some guys catch it and fall out of bounds, if you're going to call that a football move, then putting your feet down and turning to face your opponent is a football move. Huh. Just, just my running side guy, what you got? I, I, I got one thing to make you mad, big Zoll. Hold on, I side gotta... Hold on, side guy. What'd you say, Cabra? I, I mean, it's all about interpretation. I mean, how. And it's 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 human nature. I mean, I'm, I'm I was going through all your information, Alonso, especially the VAR. It, the referees have their their interpretation. When you mentioned what's the guy's name that's always supporting the referees, Mike Pereira. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, I disagree, but it's, it's his interpretation. And the problem, and I think that the mag mentioned it well, is that 
maybe we should regulate it and just big, big, big plays, big situations, important circumstances. Not, a, not, a, not. I mean, if it's overused, it does, it does just take away from the game. No, and I, I get what you're saying about you know it, it's a matter of interpretation, but Pereira has turned into a shill for the NFL. So okay. he, it's so it's so rare, like so rare to hear him come out and say they got that call wrong. He just he won't do it. He won't do it. And so to me, if you're going to have a rules analyst, they need to every once in a while say, hey, yeah, you know what? No, they they blew that. The rule is X Y Z. You know, I, he will never do that regardless of what happens on the field. I've seen I, I've seen him say, no, this is X, Y, Z. And then the refs say, no, it's ABC. And he's like, well, yeah, it is ABC. Because I'm like, you just you just said it was X, Y, Z. So yeah, he just, he just, it's, he's shilling for, for the refs. And to me, if you're going to be that guy, you got to be objective up there. You can't be up there and be like, well, because I, I'm, I'm a ref at heart, I'm going to go with these guys. Like I said, I like the guy. I, I I mean, I got to meet him, shake his hand. He's a friendly guy, really nice guy. But he's turned into a, a complete a complete shill for the refs. So what you got, Sai guy? What 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 are you gonna piss me off with? You said no, I mean, well, the first thing I just want to say, like I agree with Mac, like you shouldn't re- reveal even for the penalty as well, too. Potential penalty. I think I give a shout out to my coworker Sean. It's like he's uh, he's from New Orleans. You guys remember that playoffs, like the NFC Championship game, like you know, sends the play Rams, and yep. that like, the PI did not get called, did not get to call that PI, and then uh, that was something rough for New Orleans, like uh, for the years. I think. Hey, I'm all for I'm all for uh, the Saints getting screwed though. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing. The second thing I want to try to get you mad, Big Zoe. Let me mention a name. That's Brian. Uh I. You know, remember that call yeah, like against the. Really, that was a I'm long time mad. ago. I mean, what what difference does it make if I care or not at this point? No, like as a cowboy fan, you gotta remember that the oh, cash. I remember. Or not cash, you're, though. you're trying to get me worked up about something that I really don't give a shit about anymore. <laughs> well, that's just a baseball cowboy fan. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I like I said, I don't really watch games anymore from a fan's perspective. I watch it all from a coaching perspective. I take a step back. And I'm probably the most objective person you'll ever watch a game with. Um, people sit with me. I could be, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm watching the game against the Niners. And I'm like, they messed up that play. They should have done this. Uh, people are like, what? You know, are you sure for the Cowboys? Like, yeah, but I'm objective. I can see a play when it's happening. I can see a team screwing up when it happens. And so I, I no longer get into the whole, oh, you know, people come over and yelling and screaming for a team. Like, let's shut the fuck up, man. I, I don't really care. But you, you know when that stuff matters to me? Every four years for the World Cup. That's that's that's, 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 it's, that's, it's, that's it's, when that's when Zoe breaks out the uh, the American flag. Paints his face red, white, and blue. That's right, bro. That's right. And, 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 other days it's red, white, and green. He puts an eagle right here. That's right. <laughs> Mexico. No, with freak. Yeah, no. Like, I'll, but don't I, worry. When uh, Canada gets into the World Cup, I'll I'll be having some oh, some red, hosting. white. They're in the my, they're in the World Cup. They're in the cup, dude. They're in the my cup. face is gonna have the maple leaf on it, just outlining my. Fu- <laughs> hey, Mac. They're but, in the World Cup already. They're hosting. They're all the That's true. Yeah, it yeah. is true. And they 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 played this past year, so yeah. yeah. 
my my last point is that I think the ref try to keep that game going. If you ever watch that game at that point, if they don't call that a catch, Eagle gonna lose. They're gonna collapse in the oh, third. Oh yeah. Game. Oh yeah. Like oh, they're yeah. gonna collapse though. I think is the the ref is actually trying to save the game for Eagles to make sure the NFL have more people watching because at that point, if you don't call the catch. Game's over because you can see the refs like the Chiefs already coming back, picking up the Eagles defense. They're they have no way to stop it. They're like you know historical like uh, uh, the the front line. You know remember that it's like a front seven of Eagles and they compare with the Bears like you know defense. Historical have a zero sacks on Patrick Patrick Mahomes. That's ridiculous. Like you know that's that's something that we never thought about it. I thought it was like. A, you know, Eagles defense can stop Mahomes a little bit in the second half. They did not stop any of his play. He just literally being destroyed by Patrick Mahomes, that defense, slowly, slowly. So I guess that call, sometimes like, you know, right after the call that, just try to save the game, though. But yeah, that, you know, and there's people out there running out, you know, calling it, it's all scripted, right? So do you want to save the game? Do you want to make sure that it continues that? Like you said, Cider, I mean, do they want to lose an audience? Because all of a sudden, if the Chiefs go up two, three touchdowns, the game's over, you know. And people are like, "No, okay, time." I, I honestly, I was waiting for them to go up more. I literally would have tuned out at that point. Literally, I would have been okay. Game's over. I would, I would have walked away. Had uh, that fumble been returned, that's like, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's yeah, it. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so you sit there, and I'm like, hmm, you know, I don't know. I it just. If we're going to have replay, we got to get shit right. That's it. And, and by the way, and you guys saw the agenda I sent you guys. So that doesn't just apply to American football. So last week, there were two games. Now, in the, in the Super Bowl, it did not have direct uh, outcome. It didn't impact the outcome of the game because the Chiefs won regardless of, the, of those calls that were made that went against them, right? But in international football, there were two games last weekend um, Chelsea versus West Ham United that ended up in a 1-1 draw and Brentford versus Arsenal ended up in a 1-1 draw. There was there was replay errors that directly impacted the outcome of those games. Okay. So for the first game, Chelsea, uh, the so when when there's something questionable, they send it up to VAR, the video uh, assistant referee, something like that, right? Pat? Video assistant referee, something like that. Yes, VAR, yes. Yeah. So there was a missed handball. And I saw the replay of it, and I'm like, how how did you not how did you not call that a handball? And how did they not call it in VAR? How did they not call it in VAR? This is not a matter. Like I know you said, Patrick, matter of interpretation. There's no interpretation. The arm was out. If the arm's in, then the ref can say there was no effort. He extended. Mm-hmm. He, he he made his body larger by putting the arm out. Okay, Chelsea should have been awarded a penalty kick. Okay, this was in the 89th minute. I mean, there's 90 minutes plus plus uh, stoppage time. So it probably went 95, 96 minutes. 89th minute, high likelihood, not not absolute, but a high likelihood of making the penalty kick and winning the game. Now, the impact was not, you know, not huge in the grand scheme of things because Chelsea is, you know, a middle of the pack uh, uh, Premier League uh, team right now. Okay, so you're like, eh, you know, grand scheme of things, they're middle of the pack to begin with. They're still middle of the pack. The Arsenal game, though, that that was messed up. Now, Brentford's tying goal should have been disallowed. And I, 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 I'm i not sure if it was in the articles I sent you, but yeah, I read an article where 
essentially the VAR, the VAR ref drew the wrong line. So he missed, he missed the guy who was offside. If they disallow that goal, Arsenal wins 1-0. Okay. Why does that matter? Arsenal lost to Man City yesterday. So they're tied now, you know, point-wise. If Arsenal wins that other game last weekend, that's three points instead of one. So they'd still be two points up on Man City. Yeah. This has a direct impact on the game and a huge impact on the standings. Huge impact. Now, again, like, like I told you guys, you know, uh, Man City's played one more game than Arsenal. So, if, so long as Arsenal just keeps pace with them and then ties that extra game, they'll be up on them. But right now, as it stands, huge impact. And, and if they end up tied, Man City's going to have a tiebreaker. They beat them. They beat them. Okay. So, Gabra, what is your take? On, I mean, why can't they get it right in VAR? Now, now keep in mind, it's not just our opinion they got it wrong. The VAR, the VAR refs, I mean, like the, the head of the head of the refereeing over there has removed both of those refs from games this weekend. So they and they called Arsenal and they called Chelsea and admitted they were wrong. So what the hell is going on with that? I mean, what, what's your take? I I it's frustrating to see that. It's interesting that it's when you look at VAR, it's only not only, but England is the biggest one who's complaining about it, who's having issues. There's VAR at MLS. Yeah. Liga MX is La Liga. And there's always issues. But apparently MLS, I don't have any examples. They apparently they they got things down. Okay. But in England, they were one of the last leagues to implement VAR. They were kind of against it. Yeah, I remember reading that. And, yeah. So now that they have it, it looks like they're looking for I don't know what I, I wish I could explain. I mean, I was I was doing my research and stuff like that. And one of the, the articles I read was like, what's up with the VAR in, in the EPL? And it was about two years ago. It gave some examples. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but here's some points I, I wanted to share. Um, when when they go to VAR, the, the, the referee has, we all know he has a little radio thingy. He has the option of going, there's a little monitor. He could go to the monitor, watch on his own, or he could be like, hey, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. Excuse me. Uh, and so apparently the uh, many Premier League referees like to just, there's a VAR official, they tell him, what, hey, um, yeah, it's offsides. Okay, it's offsides. Boom, it's done. Okay. And, and, appear, and apparently it may be happening a lot in the Premier League. Now, if we remember the World Cup or MLS, they, they'll do VAR and they'll run to the monitor and they make the final uh, assessment based on the video. So... If those two guys were re- not, if those two guys were removed, those two guys were the ones who were talking into the headset to the to the official. Okay. Yeah, now, yeah. if the official would have gone and gone done the whole thing and ran to the monitor and watched the video, he would have been like, "Yeah, he's offside," or whatever it is the call was made. Okay. So, in my based on what I read, I mean, I did mention interpretation, but if if you're offside, if there's a handball. There, there's some rules to the handball. Like there's an, an example of a, a handball. I'm not going to get into where it was obvious that the other team hit the hit, hit the ball. Here I am getting into it. Uh, the other <laughs> team hit the ball. It hit the uh, attacking guy's hand. That the guy scored a goal, but they called it a handball, even though the opposing team headed the ball into his hand. That, that happened two years ago. Okay, so I think if if the VAR the mon- the referees would maybe use a monitor more. Because the issues were with the guys on the computers talking to the radio. I'm like, yeah, 
it's not a handball. Yeah, he's not offsides. You know, so, so it, you think this would be, and I'm I'm not going to say fixed because freaking it's replay. What are you going to fix, right? Um, do you think that it it would be less of an of a of an issue if the ref just said, you know, I'm going to go look at it instead, it won't be instead, of, instead it, of letting there, instead of letting a, the, the VAR just it's always going to be an issue because he has to go watch it. He has to make the final decision. And regardless of, and depending on what team you are on, it was the right or the wrong decision. Yeah. Let's think about Spain during the World Cup against Japan. I think it was the right decision. Ask a Spanish fan where the ball, the ball was out. No, it was not. It okay. was like a centimeter in still. So it was in. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, South Korea versus Germany 2018. If you guys are, uh, I'm looking at Kayla. Kayla's like, I have no idea what happened in 2018. Um, South Korea scored a goal against Germany with a knocked him out. Replay showed uh, the South Korean kicking the ball, passing the ball, and it hit a German player's foot. He was swiped. He's trying to kick the ball, kind of swiped his leg, and landed on the South Korean's foot, and he scored a goal. So the Germans were saying he was offside, but the rule is like, well, you 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 went for the ball, so you were in play. So they they called it a goal, and that kind of knocked Germany out. Yeah. So, but the VAR ref at that time, he went to the to the monitor and look. He spent a lot of time. I remember watching the game with uh, maybe Siler was there with uh, our or one of our, our coworkers, Dr. Weigel, who's German, and uh, he just walked out the room. <laughs> it was all over. So that was who walks out now. Yeah. So it, it's 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 a it's a Premier League issue. It's a Premier and, League problem. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I might, in my opinion. Yeah. My. I I I I'll follow that. Okay, right. Are you done? Yeah, good. Yes. All right. So I think it's I don't understand Premier League, especially English like as football in this in this case because they're actually the victim of the like you know the victim of the whole thing though. But if you guys remember when like 2010, 2010, and then when the the South Africa like you know World Cup and England play England play uh, Germany. Germany, remember that the oh, yeah, I remember that Lampard, yeah. yeah, that goes all the way into the past the line, miles away passing the line, but it was disallowed. And then, like, there's no VR back then. And uh, you know, if you implement the VR at that time, England could win that game, honestly, because they are down to one two, but they coming back and then tied two two, they could have a chance. But the thing is, like, because that goal, England lost to like two four. But in the end, so I don't understand why that. that. I mean, I'm glad you guys mentioned that VR thing. So as Manchester United fan, I'm a Manchester United fan. I think we actually got a lot of advantage. Like early this season, if you can remember, United played City. The first goal from the Fernandez, and uh, there is a lot of uh, things going on because Rashford is definitely on the offside like a position. But the thing when they passing that ball, Rashford never touched the ball. So technically, you gain the advantage. You influence the, the central back and during that entire goal. And the thing is, like, you didn't not touch it. So there's actually spark discussion over there. And then that was the that was the first time that the VR things are being mentioned early this season. And this season, I think, um, I think the referee and this already informed Arsenal and the Benford, both teams said like, yes, we made a mistake. I'm sorry. Like we are sorry. And I was like, that's that's a something. Like it really depends on which side of the fan are you. Like a lot of my friends are not a Man United fan, 
especially during uh, the city versus menu game. And they said, yeah, this is definitely outside. But, you know, what can I say? United win that game. Like, you know, I'm happy about it. It's just like, you know, it really depends on how you like, you know, I, I like there's something I like the American football that we are saying is like, you need to have like, you know, when you call on the field, that stand until you have a definitive, definite, like, you know, you know, the evidence to overturn that call. So I think this is like VR right now in 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 Premier League need be like you know doing the same thought process though. That's the one I'm coming down though. Mac, anything from you about VAR? <laughs> Mac's like, I don't want to touch this one. Um, no, from the sounds of it, uh, I think they've they've kind of they've kind of hit all this all, all the marks that I would. Um, the only the only league I really think that does replay really well. Is the NBA? I think yeah. they kind of have they kind of have that ideal spot where they can challenge penalties, they can challenge uh, stuff like that. Which in basketball, there's not as much things you need to challenge. Like wow. there isn't like really offsides in basketball. I mean, you might have a backcourt violation that might be ticky tack, and they go back like, "Oh, he wasn't quite in the backcourt yet." But usually, those things are obvious. Um, Don't they but... have some kind of VAR in baseball? Just to check they, if a they ball... have a replay now in baseball. Um, yeah, and they usually get those right too. Yeah, okay. they're they're pretty good. The thing with the NBA that that it, 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 there's a lot of questionable calls during the game, but the game the calls are who's it out on. You don't care in the first quarter, you know. If, 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 if you know what I mean, you're holding on to those to the last minute of the game. You're not. Yeah, first quarter. Oh, I'm going to challenge that. That was really. Out. You're going to get the ball back. They're going to go down and score or not, and you're going to get the ball right back. So it, that's why I think the flow is really good with with the replay in NBA. You know, it's just hockey sometimes yeah. pisses me off. I went to I went to a Bruins game a couple of years ago, and there was this clear goal. It went through the goalie's legs, and you can see it cross the line. But the I guess the ref blew the whistle a little early, so it was a no goal, and just like everybody in TD Garden lost their fucking mind. Yeah. And, that was incredible. Uh, you but. know, I, I when you guys get a chance, uh, go to YouTube and Google James Harden um, miss dunk, and you'll see a, there was a play a couple years ago when Harden was with the Rockets still. He went up and he dunked the ball so hard, it came down through the through the, the excuse me through the goal, spun uh, like caught the end of the net, spun up, and then went out. So it came back on the rim and then it missed. They called it. No, no, no basket. Really? And then the Rockets challenged it, but the Rockets waited too long to challenge it. So they said, well, we would have changed it, but they, they, they waited more than 30 seconds. And I'm like, so to me, that's, that's takey tack really because they sat there arguing and then after a while, like, screw it, we'll challenge it. And they're like, oh, you argued too long. Are you, are you kidding me? Are you, are you? I, 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 the, the spirit of, of, of the rule is, Hey, we don't, we don't want to go into, you know, the other team gets the ball and then, then, then you get the ball back and Hey, we waited four minutes. Let's try. That's the spirit of the rule. Not, Hey, we're, I'm having a discussion with the refs because the refs could, could change the call on their own. You know, if, if, if another ref sees it, they can go up and say, you know what, that went through. And I think that's what D'Antonio is trying to do is say, Hey, talk to the other guys. Then they got together and there's nope, 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 nope. Of course, thirty seconds is going to going to elapse, and so Dan Tony's like, "Well, I'm going to challenge it." Up, oh, you're too late. 
are, are you kidding me? So I think that's the only time I've seen in the NBA where they really missed a call. And it cost them, by the way. They ended up going into double overtime and losing that game. So that 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 kind of sucked for them. But anything else, guys, on VAR or anything? I, I think I'm good with that. I think we've done good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. So we got a couple minutes left. Um, we're going to do one last segment, the What Are They Thinking segment of the week. And in this segment, uh, if you guys remember, we look at a recent event in or involving sports. And I was wondering, what the heck are they thinking? So I saw this uh, today. I, I, I kind of got wind of it a little bit yesterday, and then I read the article today. Lionel Messi is with PSG, okay? And after um, the World Cup, PSG was positive they were going to reach an agreement with Messi to extend them. Messi's contract expires this after, after, after the season, so this summer. You know, right in the high of the World Cup, and oh, we're going to keep them. Oh, great deal, right, right. Okay, well, they're at a standstill now because they want to reduce his salary. Yeah, we'll extend you, but we want to pay you less. Okay, so a couple things behind that: PSG is not except not really playing well this half of the season, and there's reports that his future at PSG is tied in with their performance in the Champions League. So we do well, you're staying, you know, we, we'll pay you. We don't do well, mm, we're not sure we're going to pay you. Um, okay, PSG also recently met with Chelsea's uh, uh, co-owner to discuss maybe transferring Neymar as well. So what's going on, right? PSG has leverage because they they have a, 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 uni, a unilateral um, option to extend his contract a year. So... If he doesn't sign with PSG, there's rumors swirling that he might go back to Barca, although his brother said, nope, we're, his brother, we're not going back, okay? And MLS is inter Miami. And that rumor has been circulating for a year, two years already. That's been kind of kind of the thing, okay? If PSG decides, hey, we're, we're going to go ahead and extend the, the contract, they're doing it only to get money for him because he's probably not going to play there next year. So that being said, Cabral, what the hell is PSG doing? What are they thinking? Well, at at the end at the end, end of the World Cup, Messi was happy. He was ready to play. PSG was happy to have him. But this is a time of year where um, where PSG struggles in the in the Champions League, and um, every year, I mean, they've they they've won league, whatever, but they just can't win the Champions League, and they've been built trying to build up with Mbappe and Neymar and. Sergio Ramos and now Messi and stuff like that. So this is the time time of year where they struggle in Champions League. All of a sudden, Messi's like going to a stadium where everyone's booing you and hissing at you. And then he was like, well, I don't really want to be here. Because in Barcelona, even though they struggled, I think he was more beloved in Barcelona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In in Paris. They're happy to have him. But if if we can't win Champions League, you're out. Neymar was struggling as well. I think... um, I think I talked to Alonso, but I'm not sure. My memory says yes, but I've also been drinking lots of beer. Um, there is a documentary on Neymar, I think, on Netflix, and it's it's interesting. I, I saw him in a different light. I mean, my Brazilian friends don't like him regardless. I like he, Neymar. He could cure cancer. They were like, yeah, well, when he was 19, he got this girl pregnant. But he was struggling at PSG because the fans were just really They're rabid brutal. at PSG. They're brutal over there. And he went in one game, and they booed him. And he scored a bunch of goals to win the game. They still booed him at the end of the game. And he was like, PSG fans are 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 are, are pretty, pretty rabid. 
So it's PSG easy for Messi. fans are, are the equivalent of Philadelphia fans in the United States. Yeah, yeah, they're equivalent Eagle fans. I mean, they probably boo, boo, Liverpool terrible people. Kids, Got it. Boo, like <laughs> kids too. Boo, like, like, yeah, like, like Sai Guy did two weeks ago. But uh, PSG, Messi, Messi is a very complicated character. He was really happy in Barcelona. He didn't want to leave. No. If you see his, he didn't get a, a send off. He was crying. He did not want to. He was loved. In Bar- he wants to be loved. And, um, and he, if he goes to Miami, he will be loved. Where do you want? I will watch. I will pay. I will pay to watch him score against Atlanta. As long as Atlanta think, wins four to three, I will pay think, to watch him score. Where do you think he'll be playing after the summer? Um, yeah, I don't see him going to England. If he is, I mean, I see him maybe moving to MLS. Inter Miami. Yes. All right, Caleb. What do you? What the hell is PSG thinking? Well, obviously they are trying to, you know, uh, bring the uh, prowess of soccer to the Americas by uh, letting us have <laughs> the greatest <laughs> soccer player of all time. But he's not going to be playing in America. <laughs> he's going to Toronto <laughs> FC. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. No, uh, yeah, no, uh, to not pay the greatest player and just try to do everything you can to keep him around is just, it's unfathomable. And I say unfathomable as my Patriots did it in 2020 with the greatest uh, NFL player of all time. Um, but. Montega. Go Montega. Cabra, do you want Harry words? Cruz. We we can we can fight about this. <laughs> I got today, nothing guys. but time, baby. Not, not today. No. I, I got to eat in a while. I, I, I don't have to for this argument. But, uh, yeah, no, I I think the PSG is probably making a, a terrible mistake. As somebody who doesn't really follow soccer like that, except for every couple of years for the World Cup and whatever, um, the occasional revs game. But, <laughs> no, I think Miami is probably a great fit for him. Um, that's, that's a sports city that's kind of coming up again. Uh, between the Dolphins finally uh, uprising, you know, Tom Brady's hanging around there. Um, I think he could be somebody that gets into that uh, ownership group. Uh, the Heat are back in the thick of the, the East and the NBA. I mean, the Florida Panthers, not that they're great, but they're on the come up. I mean, they're always in the playoffs. And then you add Messi to their the greatest soccer player of all time to their football club. Like, holy shit, like you got something cooking there. Um, no, I think Miami would be a great fit for him, and I would love to like him coming to play here might actually get me to follow it. And I'm not somebody who really cares about soccer, so do with that information what you will. Yeah, no, I I think him coming here would definitely. I honestly, I think it have a. But don't impact. don't sleep on Toronto FC. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, I I think it would have a bigger impact than than when David Beckham came. You know, I mean, I, Beckham Beckham was really good. Very popular, but Messi, if he's not number one, he's he's one A, you know. So, side guy, what 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 the hell is PSG doing? Well, number one, I think it is the Messi is really into the awkward place because you know if you remember a lot of the clubs, the the World like in you know, the World Cup champions, they're celebrated the club hosting every celebration for the World Cup champion, right? 
So they're actually like, you know, at least Lisandro Mart Martinez at United, they want to be like showing in front of a game and everything. And I can just say, congratulations, you won the World Cup medal. That's a great thing. But when you come now, think about Messi. Is he going to get that the same treatment? I don't think so because he, he just be the French team. I mean, I, I, I'm bad. There are a lot of French fans there is not happy about him. You want, want him out because I don't want to see like, you know, see a guy who's actually going to celebrate in front of us because just beat us at the World Cup final. That's, that's just my point. That's my point. That he's, he's in an awkward place. And also, you know, that team's a Mbappe's team. And then one other thing, the second thing is I this is what I heard. I don't know exactly how true is that is. But the thing is, uh, I think um, the Qatar, there's someone in the royal family in the Qatar and the, about to make a bid for Manchester United. So I think, um, if I recall correctly, I think PSG also owned by someone tied to the Qatar. So according to the European Champions League, is like a, you know the rules, you cannot own two club team if the two club team compare with the same competition, though. So that might be the case. Like you know, if you guys remember, the Man City is like you know has been charged by the Premier League with the millions of like you know. You know, millions of stuff, their wrongdoing. So right now, yeah, right now with that, like if you guys remember how much like money PSG spent over the year, I guarantee they're gonna have a loophole. They're they're they're, they're go if someone wanna find some wrongdoing of PSG, they will find an angle. So right now, I don't think PSG has that money under the, the fire, like you know, fire play. I can't remember what it's called, but I don't think they have that money to keep Messi. And I think he will be going, but I don't know where he's going. I mean, honestly, if I were him, I'm going to go to find Ronaldo. <laughs> Play at the Saudi Arabia, though. And then, then just re renew that rivalry. If, like, you know, the uh, Saudi Arabia team willing to pay him, though. But for him, if he wants the, the love from the fans, he definitely go to the, the, you know, go to Miami again. You know, at the at Miami, you have to, you need to speak Spanish to be able to order food there. I cannot order food. There. I don't know Spanish. You do know one word. Well, yeah, that's not a good word, though. <laughs> well, hey, so, 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 where, where do you got him going? Either Saudi Arabia or Miami? Is that, is that, yes. Stop yes, that's sleeping on Toronto FC, you guys. Come on. Oh, yeah, wait, I am sleeping. <laughs> so, Mac, I'm going to put yours as, Inter Miami or Toronto FC, that's hilarious. So imagine it, this dude. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're coming to North America." Yeah. Hello, Canada. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna give my take. I don't know what the hell PSG is doing. Um, Sadler made a great point about they're in France. He just beat them. They're the fans are going to be pissed at him regardless right now. And to Cabra's point, he doesn't seem happy. He does not seem happy. I think all was hunky-dory after the World Cup because everyone was riding that high, blah, blah, blah. And now here we are a month and a half later, you know, two months later, and it's like, I don't know if I want to be here. And they're like, mm, yeah, you know what? We're going to lowball you a little bit. So, and, and the, the fact that yeah, they're looking to get rid of Neymar also, I think they're setting themselves up to just be Mbappe's team. But that that's kind of a risky move because Mbappe, no. I don't think he's long for, for PSG himself. I think – Oh, that's right. They, I, they are on the same team, aren't they? 
yeah, all three of those guys, then they're badass. Um, well, they're badass on paper, but they they can't play well together. They they've had a rough, rough too much too much star power. You think on one roster? Yeah, it's a lot of yeah, way too much. Um, so I I read earlier today that Mbappe might be looking at Real Madrid. He's been wanting to go for a while. Yep, and that would be that would be a solid move. But PSG would be so screwed if they if they have no Neymar, no Messi, and then Mbappe leaves, they're in trouble. So, um, my my prediction. If um, if he's not extended, like if they don't they don't exercise the option, and he becomes a free agent after this year, Inter Miami, if he's extended, and PSG is gonna they're gonna want a lot as a transfer fee, um, Inter Miami won't be able to afford the transfer fee, and I think I'm with Sai Guy. I think if he's if he's extended, he ends up in Saudi Arabia. I think you have a Saudi team comes out and pays a massive fee for him and then pays him a ton of money. And, and next thing you know, you have Ronaldo versus Messi or perhaps Ronaldo and Messi on the same team. That would be scary. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Match that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be something. So, so yeah. Anything else, gentlemen, for uh, regarding Messi and his contract and his messy contract situation right now. Uh-huh. 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 That, that's awesome i think <laughs> i think i've worn out my welcome so <laughs> gentlemen i want to thank y'all for joining us today don't forget to subscribe like share with anyone and everyone you know hi nana uh, be sure to check out our colleagues plaster negotiation and sports on broad street on this same youtube channel i'm hosting this week yeah uh, yeah the mac is hosting plaster negotiation me benner phelps and Cade talking about the NBA, and uh, I got a new addition to the jersey collection uh, for Stokes to see. Tell you, you want to you want to tell the audience? I'll save. You, I'm or, saving it. I'm saving it. All right. So I I won't say it. I won't say it. And then don't forget to follow El Cabra as the humble bassist on the channel. I'm working on a new a new song. So yeah. Hey man, so I saw some some dude. What a jerk made a comment to you, but I loved your response. His comment was, my, my two-year-old plays better. Your response was, your two-year-old's really good. <laughs> I was like, and you know, it was a YouTube short, and I put the world's greatest air drum. It's basically me on the song, and I just start air drumming. I was being stupid. Like, my two-year-old plays better than you. And like, he must be awesome. So I, I was going to get on there and start bashing the dude. And I was like, no, that, that was a good, because the guy never responded. I, I, uh, he, he shut him up. That, that's good. I thought it was funny. I was, I was laughing. So if y'all, if, if y'all give the whole basis any crap, it, be ready, be ready to get shit on yourself. And if he doesn't do it, I'm going to do it. You want him to do it. You don't want me to do it. So Anyway, so yeah, and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. If you can think of a podcast, we're probably in you know, a podcast hosting. We're somewhere. Yeah, we're, we're, we're there. Okay, we're there. Again, links in the description. All right. So thank you, Guy, for coming on today. Thank you, The Mac, for coming on today. Um, on behalf of Big Zoe and Cabra Sports Talk, he has been El Cabra. Mac. And I have been the big zone and Nana. Thank you for watching us again. Y'all have a good day. We will catch up with you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye.